wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Dissecting Success. We are here today with a wonderful guest, and obviously, moi, Teresa Lambert. We have the wonderful Blair Kaplan Venables, and we have one of the incredible souls, awesome coach, Carrie Millet here with us, who is also one of the fabulous, fabulous women entrepreneurs that is in our Momentum group and currently Momentum alumni, which is so, so, so exciting. And Carrie is a Minnesota-based body liberation coach, and she's the CEO of Carrie Ray Coaching. She passionately coaches women all over North America to feel empowered and confident in their own bodies, which is such an important thing. As the creator of Courageously Embodied, which is a unique methodology, she helps women embody who they desire to be, unrest their self-worth from their body weight so that they can live their lives fully. She also has an incredibly culinary background, by the way. She's also a long-term client of mine. And last Christmas, she sent me this like ridiculous box with some of the things that she made. And I am so sad that I can't receive it this year because I'm traveling. But she's amazing, amazing. She has been featured in Healthy Life Expo in Minneapolis, in the Twin Cities Women's Expo, and also the Body, Mind, and Spirit Expo in Brooklyn Center. And she also has private chef experience over the past years. And she really also makes sure that everybody that she understands that everybody is different and that there is more to health than just food, which I really, really love. So now without further ado, Carrie Ray, welcome to Dissecting Success. Oh, what a blessing and a moment this is. Thank you so much for having me. I love both of you ladies. You have taught me so much and I'm just so excited to dive in today. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I love this. And I love how we get to co-create really cool things all together and how, you know, we can use our platform to elevate other women entrepreneurs like Carrie, which is so, 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 so cool. So Carrie, let's get started. What does success mean to you? So success for me is, means, could mean a lot of things. Like there's a lot of levels to success. Um, but when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh. so, you know, that moment, like right before you, when you're going to bed, when your head hits the pillow and you just kind of, kind of like reflect on your day, it's either you're 
please, or you're at peace with what happened, or you're like stressed about what happened that next day. And you're like, oh no, I have to pick it up again tomorrow. So for me, success means that other side where you're hitting the pillow and you're like, huh, I actually feel satisfied with how today went. I actually feel fulfilled and peaceful. And I actually have ease about how today went. So for me, that's what success is because it's something that you want to come back to. It's something that you want to create. So I know, (laughs) I don't know anyone who wants to create stress or anxiety or angst. So when you feel peaceful, when you hit that pillow, I really think that's what being being successful really is. And so it's a lot more um, relatable and obtainable for a lot more people. I love that. That peaceful feeling. What do you, when you hit the pillow and you're feeling successful and you have that peaceful feeling, which I love, I love that you said that. I don't actually think we've actually talked about that in our hundred plus episodes. So it's really cool to hear you come up with something or have something that's different. What does it feel like? What do you embody when you feel peaceful? What is it like? It's kind of like you have, you're like laying there and your mind is like off. Like you put so much attention, attention and intention into your day that you just feel complete. Like you might not have gotten everything done, but it's like the intentional action you took just gave you so much satisfaction and fulfillment that you're just like, you know what? I served, I showed up. I can rest and I can rest and recuperate. And it's just, it just kind of fills your whole body with lightness and you don't have a lot of like resistance or again, angst because you're feeling peaceful and like satisfied about what you did that day and how you showed up for yourself and your community. It's so beautiful. Teresa, you can. Yeah. I uh, like it really landed with me what you're saying around this this presence and you you spoke about the mind being quiet and I know for so many of us like our minds are busy <laughs> like our minds are so busy all the time and you know knowing your background in culinary and and me personally having a background in hospitality I know that one of the things for me back then was always like there was no time ever for me when I was in that industry as a as a GM of a hotel where my mind was ever shut like my mind was always going and always going and it caused a lot of like problems and I also know that the kitchen is one of the busiest most intense places um to work because it's so under the pump like constantly under the pump like it's like either and I always found either everything's happening or nothing's happening but very rarely do you get the days where it just like flows organically but even then there's a lot to be on top of so I would love to know from you how you made that transition like how did you go from having you know being in this culinary world and living a different life and and maybe having a busy mind I don't know I'm just projecting the the fact that I feel like you may have had a busy mind in your life to actually being able to find this place of ease and balance and peace within you and experience these times where, where 
the mind is actually quiet and and you can you know pursue what you're pursuing without all the chit chitty chats in the in the head yeah oh I love that question thank you for that one so yeah the um the best way I can describe like a kitchen environment is kind of like an orchestra there are days where the orchestra sounds nice and it flows and then there are days where it just sounds really clunky <laughs> there's like mess everywhere people don't show up for work and you're just like oh now I have to like step in and show up um and it's really important in that like really chaotic place or even just any job really in my opinion it's really important to leave that stuff at that place so like there's this my last job we had this huge long hallway to get to the exit so it was just like the whole way you would just kind of walk and then like shed the shit that you had during the day and you had this like it was like 50 feet like it was a length and you had to go downstairs and then you had to go outside and then walk like 100 feet to your car like it was plenty of time to like shed what happened that day and like come back into your present and come back into your center so um especially and then like after that heckness hecknessness <laughs> trying to make up words here it's it's important to center especially before you drive so a lot of the time I reflect on my day of like is this feel good for me do I feel satisfied with what happened and there are moments, there are some days, you know, it started to add up where it was like, you know, this isn't really fulfilling me anymore. Like you, there's only so much you can learn from a place. There's only so much you can learn from people. And just the hours was just, you know, it's like, you know, 10 hour, 12 hour days just kind of wear on you as a person. Um, <laughs> even though you do have fun moments, but it was just, I just kind of reflected there and I just, has to be more than this and I've always had like a strong pull to go a different direction and to work with myself and <laughs> I definitely had a lot of help with the universe with that because it was like okay because in that moment I was working with a lot of people I loved and I was like okay universe if you want me to work on my own and actually go into my business like full-time I'm gonna need you to like help me out and trim some people from the place and it did that. And I was like, holy shit, this is actually happening. Because I was like, two of my favorite cook guys got other jobs. My favorite boss in the whole world even got a different job. And I was like, how the heck did, he, how did they shift these awesome people out? And I was like, there's no one to stay for. So I was just kind of like, all right, here's your opportunity. Are you going to take it now? Kind of moment. And I really, after I took that step and I told my bosses that I was, you know, going to work for myself and actually kind of like jump, you know, it's that moment where you're like, okay, I'm all in now. <laughs> Let's go. But you're also like scared, but just excited because you know, you're on your path. You know that you're actually beating the drum of your purpose. And it's just, it was very fulfilling to make that jump. And it's just been also just remembering even like the tough days now, remembering that the inner guidance that led you away from that job is still there. 
and you're able to still like tap into it. And it's like, I just, I really trusted. And again, like my business has shifted from <laughs> like uh, personal chefing, loved it, um, to making healthy treats to like really embodying this uh, curvaceous queen aspect and getting really deep into like the stories and the beliefs that, you know, curvaceous women hold. Cause it's like food is only just a piece. And if you really want change to happen, you have to de- you have to dive deep into the stories and beliefs that you hold that we took on from other people. And you have to shift those and release those to really like embody who you are as a being, herbs and all. That's so beautiful. So let's talk about where you're at today. Curvaceous queen. <laughs> I what love it. Ever since so you've been in my world for a few years. And you know, as someone who's had a body size that's grown and shrunk and been strong and been like really active and been stuck to the couch and everything in between, um, I haven't been feeling really awesome about myself. I've gone through a lot of grief and gained a lot of weight because I ate a lot of bagels, because a Jewish hug is a bagel. And I'm, I'm just like getting back into moving my body, but you've really helped me be able to look in the mirror and start finding the things that I love and change my mindset because I'm someone that was born in the eighties, which means I grew up in the nineties when it was like models and everyone on TV were stick thin and that you just wanted to like, we were told like, we're like, be as stick thin as you can. Like that was my generation, but that's not realistic. And so I have that in the back of my head, but really you're helping me love what I see and love who I am just from your social media posts and getting to know you. I want to talk more about your, like what you're doing today. I love that Blair. Thank you for sharing. I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's so easy to forget that our, even our body goes through like phases and it's like, it's our like lifelong partner. So whatever we're experiencing, our body is also experiencing and carrying on. So I, I commend you for giving yourself some grace and compassion with that. And today I'm really focusing on really embodying your, like your curvaceous queen, like your true self, like peeling off the layers of like the expectation of being like a thin girl or a twig or um, someone who's healthy, you know, with air quotes. <laughs> and it's like, really releasing like society's expectations, especially like loved ones in our world of, you know, I, I have this body right now and there's nothing wrong with that. Cause it's like, you know, the word, the phrase of like divine timing has gone around. So it's like, if you're here right now in this body, what, where's the question come in? Because if you believe in divine timing, your body right now is divine. It's divine timing. So that's how I see the world. And it's it's so important for us to have compassion and surrender and accept that our bodies are where they are right now. Because it's, it's such a freeing moment to release that expectation, even from yourself, to to step in your own power and your own worth to be like, yeah, this is, this is where I'm at right now. 
And when you make that statement and you stand for yourself in that, in that moment, even my body's like shaking at this moment, it, your body just kind of loosens up and it frees and it becomes open to receive what you actually truly deserve and actually truly want because there's making a stand for yourself that I am worthy as I am. I don't need to look or be a certain way to be accepted. I can just stand in my worth and allow that to be enough because I've come to this point, you know, so I really want to make connections and conversations around this because it's even like looking out um, at like the grocery store or even at the gym. Uh, women particularly and men are so hard on themselves when it's like you only have one body and you don't deserve this mistreated, this like mistreated sense of like, I guess you just don't deserve like mistreatment. You don't deserve suffering. You don't deserve pain. So I really want to like break through that mold per se and just show people that you are worthy and whole as you are. And it's about time you stand up for yourself and shed the shit that really doesn't serve you anymore. I think that's just so powerful. And, you know, I just want to say like that mind shift does not happen overnight and you have to like do the little things to shift your mind. You know, when, when I would complain to my sister about like how shitty I felt, she would remind me like, look what your body just carried you through. Look what your body just carried you through. You had your husband almost died. You had a miscarriage and three parents died. Your body carried you through that. So at that time, that's what my body was doing. But, you know, it's it's definitely, you know, it's not an overnight fix. What what do you have to say? Like if someone's like thinking while they're listening, like I relate to Blair or Carrie Ray or even anything Teresa says, or they look in the mirror and they don't love what they see. They don't love their curves. Like, what are some things that you have to say to these women? Like, what are some small things that they can do to start really loving themselves? I think the first thing is actually embrace like the uncomfortable piece. Um, I recently was at an expo and there was a handful of women that couldn't even like stand in front of the mirror at all. So my piece of advice would be, and it, and I remember the first time I stood in the mirror and actually saw myself for the first time, I cried a bald like a baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is a powerful moment just to stand in the mirror and actually like look at yourself. <sighs> Getting teared out just thinking about it. Stand in the mirror and actually like look at yourself and be like, I deserve all the love in the world. And I know you're not going to believe that to start and that's okay. But I do invite you to actually say that in the mirror five times every day. Because there's going to be a moment where you actually start to believe that for yourself. And you actually are like, oh, I am here. 
It's like you survived to this point. You were able to carry yourself through all that trauma and that pain to this point. And it's like, yeah, I do deserve love. So I experienced that, but also just for being you, for being here in this moment. And just to surrender and show yourself appreciation for being here. So I think a lot of us just go about our day and we forget about like just giving ourselves our attention. And and I, I know, like I said, standing in the front of the mirror is so uncomfortable for a lot of us. But that's just you standing up for you standing up for yourself that you are that you deserve to be seen as you are yes and you deserve that love I I love that I love that Carrie Ray you know what I've actually been doing I just want to add on to that because I'm like learning to love myself at my vintage millennial upper 30s age all the droops and the acne and the acne scars and the wrinkles and the gray hair and the gray pubes and all the things in between um, and like my curves are changing and I'm always changing. I've started like just walking around naked. <laughs> I've just started being naked. Like why put a robe on if I'm just going to the bathroom to blow dry my hair? And I, that's something that was really uncomfortable for me. And sometimes I'll put on heels because I feel sexier when I wear heels. <laughs> so, like sometimes I'm just like walking around naked and it, it was very hard for me to do that. And like looking at myself in the mirror. It took me a while to get there, but I figured out what makes me feel sexy. And that is being naked in heels, <laughs> walking around when no I one loves that around. though. My husband has never seen me naked in heels, like in this stage of life. He'll see me naked or in heels, but not both. But <laughs> anyways, I found that was like for me very empowering. Yeah, hundred percent. Like um, one of my favorite things especially in like the interview days was to wear like sexy underwear you know no one's gonna see it but it's like I feel damn awesome in it you know so it's like yeah we all have unique ways to actually like feel empowered feel confident and actually feel sexy and it's that like bottom line of like you just you do what feels best for you I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's so fun. It is fun to wear like heels when you're like fucking naked. It's just like, boom, I'm here. You know what I mean? I love that. (laughs) Oh my God. Empowered, confident, and sexy. I love that. That's really landing with me. And, you know, I, I feel like what you're sharing is so important. And it, it is like I I feel like so many of us women don't like talking about how we feel about ourselves when we look in the mirror right like it's really easy to say oh I feel great in my body oh everything's good you know I'm totally fine I'm fine I I feel like that's that thing and like you know definitely like being in your world and being on this journey with you it's really given me a lot to think about too, how I relate to my own body. And and I have been on this big journey around like self-love and and finding like really working on my worth and and what does that mean? And I've been doing a lot of dismantling and it's been interesting for me too, since 
um, my divorce, one of the things actually, and, and through being in your world, I've been like actually embracing more looking in the mirror. And for the first time in my life, I really am looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I'm really beautiful. And and like I have days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, look at you looking hot today. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, this isn't something that I felt for a very, very long time. And there's definitely still times where I, you know, see all these like people around me. Like, it's interesting too, like being here in Costa Rica and I'm like, I'm going to ecstatic dance and like some of these things. And it seems like everybody here is like, what Blair described the 90s stick figure like everybody seems to be like a size four or six and I'm like wow like how is everybody just so like skinny and like fit and like I'm like damn <laughs> like what and it's interesting though you know I see that and it's really been challenging me at times to to stay in in this place you know and so for me it's really like when I look in that mirror, can I, can I truthfully say, you know, I still have a pouch and I'll probably always going to have that pouch. And and somebody actually said something really beautiful to me um, not too long ago, which was that, you know, like this little pouch you have, it protects the most vital parts of your womanhood. So it, it served a really good purpose. And I was like, well, I like my pouch much better now, you know? But like th- there was things like that, but but it's really, I think it's so important to be able to look into the mirror and say, hey, I'm beautiful. I am beautiful as I am. And yes, I have goals around, like I, I really feel called to strengthen my core. That doesn't necessarily mean that I want a six pack and be all trim. But like for me, it's like there's, there's something more spiritual to strengthening my core than, than strengthening my core. But the physical expression of actually doing work to strengthen my core connects me with the spiritual purpose I have around that. But, but these are things, honestly, I, I really wasn't thinking about a lot. And um, even sometimes when I go to post a photo of me, um, like I share more skin on my social media than I have ever before. Like I look at my social media now and I'm surprised that, you know, you see reels of me like jumping in a pool or like sitting in my blanche pool, topless, you know, like stuff like that. And obviously like, I don't show you my boobs. <laughs> like, let's be real. like this is what this is about, but I'm showing more skin and and I feel comfortable with that, showing people authentically where I'm at in my life right now and what I do and, and tie that back into my brand, which, which has nothing to do with, with being comfortable in your own body. Um, but it has everything to do with being comfortable in your business and living the fucking life you want um, <laughs> and building your business to support you in that. But, but you have really, your messaging and working with you and, and what you're embodying and how you show up has really inspired me to to seriously do work along that aspect too and and you know not neglect that so I just want you to know that you're doing really powerful work and everyone listening you know I would encourage them to to look in the mirror and see what comes up and reach out to Carrie Carrie I love that, that you're, you're looking you're changing lives 
And I had no idea. This is what happens when you just own who you are, curves and all. And you just, you serve from like a heart-centered place. I love that. Thank you. Thank you, Teresa, for sharing that. That is, I had no idea. And that's really amazing because it's, it's like one of those things of, you know, when you first start eating well, or you, you know, add like some exercise, you can see results, but it's like with this, like inner work, you can't, you can see results, but it's like a longer game. So you're like, you can only be so conscious that, you know, at a certain level. Um, but then the people, the more you shift inside, it actually affects the people around you. Cause it's like the second I started to work on myself, um, one of my friends, she got a better job. My, um, my sister also got a better job. And I was just like, well, like this has like in my, in my head, I'm like, this has nothing to do with you, but your energy has this ripple effect that is really contagious with the people around you. So the fact, Teresa, that you are like at, at this place where you're also shifting, that's also still going to create a ripple effect with you know inspiring other women around you and men to be like oh cool I can I can show myself love and just own it as well so it's like even when you might be comparing or seeing people around you people are also seeing you in Costa Rica and be like damn she looks great so that's why that's why I thought when I saw you in Costa Rica I'm like damn goals like (laughs) oh yeah i love it oh my gosh carrie ray you're so good okay so as we wrap this up a couple questions one how can people find you so i am mainly on social media so my instagram is i am k-a-r-i-r-a-e and you can feel free to, um, the best way to connect with me is actually just send me a message on, on my DMs. I love talking with people. I love connecting. And I just love serving people with where they're at. Mm-hmm. And I'm also on Facebook. Um, just my name, Carrie Ray Millette. And it's just my personal page because it's like, this is who I am. So again, just feel free to just send me a message and we'll connect and we'll have a chat because it just, it really just starts out with a simple conversation of, well, what can I do now to help begin this process? And it's just, it's up to you to declare for yourself, you're ready for a change and to do the work. Yes. Oh, so good. And all of your details will be in the show notes. Now, one final cue for you. What advice do you have for someone who's on the path to peacefulness on the path to success? My piece of advice would be to honestly, like the only thing really is just to be yourself, like curves and all, like, like owning what you've experienced, owning the trauma, owning all the lessons you've learned and actually like focus on you and do what you want to do, do what actually serves you and actually like lights you up and fills you with joy and not to worry about what other people are doing around you or what they're saying you should do. One of the big ones for me. 
So I had, you know, I turned down like a couple chef positions to be like, mm, I'm going to be in my own business. Just to really own who you are, curves and all. And just have fun and serve from a heart open place. I love that. Well, you're amazing. This was such a great conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored and I hope to hug you in person sometime. I love this. Okay. Well, I, I often go to Winnipeg, which is sort of near where you are, but in a different country. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, one like final bonus question. So you've been with us, you were with us in momentum and the alumni. Do you want to just quickly share your experience with, with our listeners? Oh, absolutely. Um, one of my biggest fears was PR, was actually getting out there and talking with people and having conversations. And I think one of the biggest things that you ladies have helped me with is like to break down the fear. The fear is still there, like, but it's so small now. And you've created like the PR opportunities to be like easy, like you've, you've taken down a lot of like the resistance and pressure of it and created such like an easy streamline be like, oh, well, this is just the next step, but there's like no pressure there. And that was huge for me because it's like now that, you know, I'm planning 2023, I'm just like, oh, well, this is just the next step. You, you actually help us like embody, you know, at least me, you help me like step up and be like, you know what, this is you, this is natural for you. So you talk so much in your other, you know, like master classes or like even on Instagram live, you you're still practicing. So, you know, it's just another way to practice, but even it's just a conversation, but it's powerful to connect with others and you have no idea who you're going to connect to. So it was like my, one of my biggest things. Cause now I'm like, Oh, Let's do it. I'm ready for PR versus before it was like, um, what is it? <laughs> yes. So, so good. So grateful for you ladies for that. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, like it's cool. Momentum, it serves different purposes for different people. And it's such a powerful container. And Teresa and I are launching, um, in 2023 cohort three, kind of like how it goes with like the year. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Anyways. Thank you, Carrie Ray. Thank you, Teresa Lambert. Thank you, Blair Kaplan Venables. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dissecting Success to all of our listeners, new ones, old ones, loyal ones, young ones, <laughs> vintage ones, all everyone in between. This has been such a brilliant conversation. So thank you for jumping in with us. And with that, peace. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.